1: Yeah, <laughs> Whole flicks, hot chicks, and sci-fi book picks. Say what pisses you off, tell us a joke about dips. In the mix, you got the desk, i telling you where it's at. Stephen Gord, oh my lord, bowing down to Bone Bat. Podcasting your asses in nerdy, massive classes. Speak the speak of the geek to all the internet masses. Take your glasses off the set, I'm dropping bombs on your dome. In your home, pull your bootstraps up, it's time to burn chrome. Dirty
0: jokes from the nerdy blokes, chewing on them curvy loads. Of that quirky counterculture wrapped up in their wordy show. B-movie, holy men, wombat, metalhead. Amen, independent artist friends, Renaissance casters of the full fan spectrum. Nonchalant durables break through the bedlam of bullshit. Quick wit, hits of the populace, Vulcan with some Romulus,
2: Rowan Prime like Optimus. Oh
1: But the real excitement, of course, is going to come at the end of the summer uh, during sexual awareness week.
3: What's up, everybody? This is Steve. And this is Gord. Welcome to episode 178 of the Bone Bass Show. How's it going, man? It's going well. It's, it's been a long time, Steve. Been a long time since we rock and rolled, Gord. Long time. And I yeah. say that because that's an English band. And I've been in England. You've been Down the over the side hills the and far away, as yes. Led Zeppelin would say. Dear
4: Jermaker, that's <laughs> something else they'd say.
3: Black dog, they might say. They might say, ah! whole lot of love. I don't know. They say
4: all those things. I went to England. I I was careful to go back and do my research ahead of time. I was not eaten by a werewolf because... <laughs> That's good. Did you stay off the moors? I stayed off the moors. I Excellent. was aware of the
3: moon. the whole thing. Good, good, good. I'm glad. Yeah. Uh, it would have been a shame if I like had to keep seeing you in the middle of the night going, Steve, kill yourself.
4: <laughs> I do that anyway, but I'm not decaying <laughs> when I do it. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Uh, so I went to England and I did something everyone tells you you're not supposed to do. I drove a car and My I drove God. it all
3: over that damn country. My God, you are so brave! I just want to say it would never occur to me to do that because I've I've been to London several times. Each time I've taken the train and then I've taken cabs because the cabs are great there. They know yeah. how to get you around. And it never would have occurred to me to actually rent a car. So you were a braver man than I am, Gunga Din.
4: I don't know if I was braver or more clueless because it, it didn't occur to me not to rent a car.
3: <laughs> I looked to like, you do. Mo- in fairness, you do more business travel than I do.
4: I, I guess I do. So you're used to that. I looked at the places I wanted to go and like uh, it would cost a lot more to do it by train because there were four of us. And again, there were places where you know, rap mass transit didn't really go. So yeah, get the car. And let me tell you, that was a goddamn terrifying experience.
3: Did you clip any hedges the uh, automotive way? Hedges were clipped. Yeah. <laughs> it,
4: it's not driving on the wrong side of the road is not the, the terrifying thing, really. It's the fact that the roads are so much more narrow over there. Yeah. And they, if it's like you what we'd call a one-lane road in terms of width? Well, they, they stick, they stick two lanes in it. <laughs> if it's like one and a half cars wide, it's easily a two-lane road with parking on both sides. Everyone's just like been told to like you know figure it out, handle your shit. You're gonna go down your roads. The roads aren't big enough. Handle it. Oncoming traffic, deal with it. It's it's fucking it's it's a terrible system. The roads, I should say, the roads are all in great shape. They got a fantastic highway system. When you're on the highways, people cruise in the cruising lane, moving to the passing lane only to pass. They're the most polite drivers I've ever been around. But they have to be. That's the only fucking way they can survive. <laughs> if they drove like, say, New Yorkers, it'd be utter annihilation in <laughs> moments. I've driven to New York, too.
3: It'd be like Fury it, Road.
4: Yeah. Yeah, just every human for themselves. I've been in New York at a stoplight more than once and seen a guy in the far right lane punch it as the light changes <laughs> and make a left across all of the traffic. More than once. Like, that's a thing. That's cool. You can just do that. It never happened in England. People like follow the rules because they know if they don't all follow the rules, they're just going to die.
3: <laughs> well, it and sounds like a, an educational experience was had by all.
4: It was. And uh, Voxel, little shout out to the, the automobile manufacturer, Voxel. Congratulations. How do you spell that? V-A-X-S-H-I-T.
3: <laughs> Isn't it V-A-U-X-H-A-L-L? Is that right?
4: No, nah, no, nah, there's an S-H-I-T in there, I'm pretty <laughs> sure. I've been renting cars for years. You have rented me the single worst automobile I've ever rented <laughs> in my whole goddamn life. Nice. You ought to be ashamed of yourselves. It's a fucking death trap. So <laughs> fuck you, Voxel. If you ever want to sponsor the show, eat a dick.
3: <laughs> <laughs> nice. <laughs> oh, yeah.
4: So, hey, let's do let's do a show. What let's, have you been up to, Let's Steve? do a
3: show. Well, uh, first off, we should talk probably about the music this episode. At least once a year, we try to pull together a Radio BNBT episode where we play a bunch of new music. From a bunch of bands we love. And uh, this is that episode for the summer of 2019. We open the show with a brand new cut from Moon Hooch, who we interviewed a couple of years ago. They've got a brand new single that came out today. Literally ripped from the headlines. It's called Give Yourself to Love. Hell of a jam, and it opened to the show. I hope you dug that. And we're going to have a bunch of great music from a bunch of great bands throughout the show. So I'm super excited about this. Some of this stuff is going to surprise Gord even. He doesn't know what I've been up to all day.
4: I'm already surprised by the whole Moonhooch thing. Exactly.
3: So a lot of great new music. But before we get to that, Gord, i got to ask you a question. Steve? What pisses you off, man? If I can just for a moment
4: keep with the UK theme here. Please do. Okay. Bicyclists in the UK. I'm talking to you, bicyclists in the UK. Your roads are too goddamn narrow for your shenanigans. I I bicycle myself. I like to ride a bicycle. It's a great way to get around. It's not working for you. There's no fucking room for you. You're blocking traffic. (laughs) There's nowhere for anyone to go. I nearly killed you more than once. And if I come back there, I will kill you next time. Just stop it. Rent a taxi. Do something else. It's not working. That's all.
3: What is the bike lane situation across the pond? Have they retrofitted their roads to have bike lanes? Uh, In most cases,
4: no. Some places, (laughs) there are bike lanes which are ignored, and they ride right out in the middle of goddamn traffic. (laughs) They're ignored summarily. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) Like Like the first 15 minutes I was there, I was stuck between... Having to choose between crashing the car, stopping and moving traffic, or hitting a cyclist. <laughs> that's that's, that's a tough choice to make after you get pretty annoyed. So what about you, Steve? What pisses you off?
3: You know, I have a very pedestrian what pisses me off. But Good. I think I'm it's something it's that, that homeowners from throughout the United States should know. And maybe around the world. Thompson's deck seal sucks balls remember a few (laughs) years ago when you came out to seattle we had a rock and roll show on my back deck i had just treated the deck i'd sealed it nicely it was like a red cedar finish yeah it looked pretty good right it did look nice in the two years or three years since that has like just disappeared the all of the sealant off the deck has, like, I don't know, dripped between the grooves of the boards. It's disappeared. It's a terrible fucking product. The year after, it had half worn away. And now I have a bunch of rotting boards in my deck I have to replace. It's pissing me off.
4: But in all fairness, it does rain 364 days a year there. It
3: does, but if you call it Thompson's Water Seal, it says there in the fucking title that it should seal your boards from water. Am I wrong? You're not wrong. It just does. Does it say for how long? It seems like there's an implicit guarantee there, and 365 days is not long enough for that shit to just wear out. So it pisses me off. I'm going for a different product this year. Fuck you, Thompsons.
4: <laughs> and if Thompson's Water Seal ever gets together in a joint venture with Voxel, ho. yeah, ho oh, helping it would be a car helping that doesn't you.
3: run and is rusty because their <laughs> shit doesn't work. Yes.
4: Absolutely. I agree.
3: You know, I need something happy. Okay. So, what do you need? So, what we're going to do now is listen to a tune. All right. What are we going to listen to? Brand new today from freaking Red Cross, man. A brand new tune from their album Beyond the Door, which is coming out on August 23rd on Merge Records. This is called The Party Underground. Come on, Dad.
1: Steve McDonald from Red Cross and you are freaking out to the Bone Bat Show.
2: (sighs) Looking up and looking down Finding heroes all around Even though now some of us are gone now to realize all the answers to the whys and what I thought I wanted all along When they are left and you appear an unexpected souvenir the very best that I could hope to have I love you three thousand I love you the most I'll always be with you you go And if you should stumble I want you to know That this heart of I will always hold you close Oh, I love you never thought when this began Part of the journey is the end But here we are, whatever it takes Oh, if I could do it all again it's you I would keep the rest it would bend Of everything I made The most wonderful is you Oh, I love you three thousand I love you the most I'll always be with you Wherever you go and if you should stumble, I want you to know that this heart of iron, will always hold you close Oh, I love you a thousand And if I should, I should go away favorite part was you there's nothing left nothing left i could say Kirby Crackle, and you're listening to The Bone Bat Show.
3: All right. Once again, a brand new cut from Red Cross called The Party Underground from Beyond the Door, which is coming out on August 23rd on Merge Records. You can pre order it now through mergerecords.com. Check that out. And then we followed that up with a summer jam from Kirby Crackle, their brand new salute to avengers endgame that was called i love you 3000 you can find that at kirby crackle so dude you sort of Uh-oh. you sort of broke into it but uh what else did you do on your summer vacation that was my summer vacation other than that I, i've worked i mean i mean you I, looked I, at I, tanks you didn't talk about tanks at all oh yeah no you I've saw been... High-powered automobiles.
4: I did. I went to the Goodwood <laughs> Festival of Speed, and uh, saw a lot of cars that I will never be able to afford. Was, it was there pretty racing sweet.
3: there, or was it just like cars sitting in a field and you admired them? Oh
4: no, 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 no. There's there's a hill climb where you the cars see how fast they can go up this race course, going up a hill. It's banked by uh, by hay bales, which are held in place by wooden. Posts and remarkably, none of them blasted through the hay bales. They, really, a few of them did hit the bales and come mm. apart. Th- those bales in England are tough, <laughs> but it's it's surprising that uh, the wood posts and bales of hay keep uh, you know a Lamborghini in check. There's also uh, some like kind of muddy dune buggy racing. There's uh, some rally going on, which is pretty awesome, as well as automotive tricks and static displays of cars. So. All kinds of things. There's helicopter parking for the particularly posh. <laughs> and there's uh, you know, parking for the hoi polloi out in the field. Were you which
3: looked down upon at all?
4: Yeah, absolutely. Everywhere I went, yes. <laughs> because A, I'm short. B, I'm an American. And C, I had no idea what the hell I was doing there. It's nice. a, it's like a rivet heads paradise. And I didn't know what I was looking at. I was there with my kid because he did. It was his jam. My jam? We went and saw tanks. We went to the tank museum. Okay. Which is, as far as I know, the biggest tank museum in the world. And we went on Tank Fest, which is when they take some of the tanks out and drive them around. Oh, wow. They let wow. you crawl around in their, their warehouse where they're rebuilding a bunch of tanks. They let you walk around in the museum where they got tanks all put back together. And tanks from that are loaned from other museums, they show up and... Drive around. This cool shit. If you have a tank boner like I do, that is the place to go.
3: Interesting. Did you yeah. eat any good food while
4: you were there? Dude, ate like a freaking king when I was in England.
3: Yeah? yeah what, was, it was, what
4: was good? Uh, let's see. The Portuguese food, the Moroccan food, the German food.
3: <laughs> <laughs> I failed to hear you say the English food. There was a
4: lot of food there that was good. That's what I'm saying. And I ate it. Um, I didn't really have spotted dick. I'd used a cream. Well, usually that uh, takes a
3: few weeks to appear after your trip. So, uh,
4: which depends on what you do beforehand, I guess. I uh, I I didn't really have much of the English breakfast, but the but the one time I did have fish and chips. I gotta say that
3: was, the, that was good. The full English breakfast is kind of the shit, man. I mean, no. the beans, the tomato, no. the mushrooms, the eggs. It's good. They really do, not. They, you got to tell them to make their bacon crispier. The The limp bacon is a little bit not yeah. my favorite, but uh, the rest of the stuff is not too shabby.
4: I kind of like how they, they will offer you, say, a bacon sandwich, and <laughs> it's just like a third pound of almost yes. raw bacon between two slabs of white bread. <laughs>
3: and I was thinking, I was thinking, you know, hey, I'm going to go one step further. I'm going to get the bacon and brie sandwich, which, which brought up an interesting thing. Now, most, most of the time, I know you're not a fan of mayonnaise or anything like that, any extraneous fats on your sandwich. Cheese is a fat. So they say, okay, uh, would you like mayonnaise and mustard on your sandwich? Absolutely. That sounds great. So you take a piece of ciabatta, and they butter both sides of it, and then they put mayonnaise on top of the butter. <laughs> and I'm going, what the fuck are you doing? That's too much fat for anybody. I'm going to die now. <laughs> then bacon, then brie. Then more butter, then more mayonnaise. I mean, like just a a big fatty sandwich. I will say it was delicious, but there was maybe more fat than I needed. Strictly (laughs) did they
4: garnish it with a strip of fat from a piece of bacon? See
3: a rasher, (laughs) just just the fatty bit. It was a rasher. Yeah, but uh, yeah, yeah. yeah, No, that was something I learned in England. Did you did you get any still water, Gordon?
4: I I had still water. Yes, I had. I had uh, sparkling water. Did you have I ice in any water. of those
3: things? They're very
4: proud of their ice. They don't really let the ice out. <laughs> right.
3: it's, it's so cats. weird. Yeah, you know, I know. To us, yeah, it's weird because you get ice everywhere. If you ask for ice water, you get a glass full of ice, and then they top it off with water. Like a little dash like of like water, it's yeah. Like mostly ice. There is like a thing. Well, I don't know. Do you really need ice? You get kind yeah. of a look. That's
4: because they drink their beer the temperature of horse spit. (laughs) They figure things don't need to be cold.
3: Yeah, I've never measured the temperature of horse spit, but I'll take your word for it. Oh, it's the
4: same as British beer. (laughs) That said,
3: I've loved every time I've visited England. It's lovely.
4: Yeah, and the people in London especially, super-duper friendly. It's it's like a big, bustling, I, I can say it, dirty in places, dirty, nasty city. And it didn't matter where I was. If I started looking lost, someone would come up to me like, hey, uh, you look lost. Do you need some help? you need some directions? And then they'd bug me. No. <laughs> they were super kind. I was, uh, I, I liked it. I like you guys over there. Nice. Good job, England. So uh, what about you, Steve? You do anything on your vacation? You know, we bought a tiki bar, Gord. A tiki bar. Yeah, tell that me was,
3: about the tiki bar. Like, that was kind of a, a surprise to all of us. Uh,
4: like, is it a spot downtown where people can go? Oh no, kind of, no, it's oh. A,
3: a home tiki bar. My wife, uh, one day, she was she was looking for some outdoor furniture for our deck because our deck is beat to shit and we were wanting to renovate it. You As put I some mentioned Thompson's previously, and, <laughs> right and. Uh, So she was looking for, you know, a bistro set and uh, that didn't work out. And then she stumbled across. She turns to me and she says, Steve, how would you feel about getting a tiki bar for the backyard?" Yes. Like she hadn't even completed the sentence yet. We've never agreed on anything faster in our married life. And it turns out we've been preparing for this moment for years. We had tiki drink books and barware and miscellaneous shit from like the last 20 years of our marriage that fit perfectly into this endeavor. So it's very cool. Uh, We have that out back. We've used it a couple of times and I'm learning all about tropical drinks. So it's been a lot of fun.
4: That's awesome. So is your tiki bar got like big tiki torches and tiki's themselves carved into it or
3: not really? No, it's just a bamboo bar with a nice bar top. And I've got like eight different kinds of rum now which uh, is interesting. Can't go wrong there. They all taste different, which is pretty cool. And uh, no, it's it's a grand exploration. So we're enjoying it, enjoying it so far.
4: Right on. You know, one final thing. Yes. About
3: going to a place so much older than ours. We didn't yes. even talk about that. What? England? Yeah, well, we talked about that sort of together, but uh, that was one of the things that always impressed me about England was that, you know, I grew up in California. And so... You know, I'm not used to anything being more than 80 to 100 years old. And you go to yeah. England, and you're walking down a street that was built in like 1100. And it's just mind-blowing to me that, wow, just the, the sense of history here.
4: I love the fact that they build on things that have been built on and built on. You go it's like, oh, this castle was a, a Norman castle before it was an English castle, But before it was a Norman castle, it was a, you know, Roman fort. And before it was a Roman fort, it was like a a druidic, uh, you know, encampment that just you just keep going down. (laughs) There's you just keep digging. Who was here before? Yeah, pretty cool. Steps worn away, grooved by, you know, millions of sandals treading upon it.
3: Yeah, it's pretty amazing. Yeah. All
4: right. Enough of that. Jesus Christ.
3: All right. Well, Why don't we listen to some more tunes? What are we going to listen to, Steve? Let's check out something from right here in Seattle. The band Helms Ali had a brand new album that came out, I think, in May called Noctilica. And I'm going to play a couple of jams from that brand new release. This is called Illegal Guardians.
5: to some Moon Hooch, and you are listening to the Bone Bat Show.
3: All right, how was that? Some crushing new music from Helmsley. Back Crushed. to back, we had Illegal Guardian and Spider Jar from the album Noctilica 2019. You can get that at Helmsley.bandcamp.com. They had a special like last year for like thirty bucks. You could get all of their back catalog digitally which to me seemed like a sweet deal. I picked it up. I'm not sure if that's still the case with the new album, but definitely worth checking out if you like their stuff. They have a great, I love the fact that they've got three singers with different voices, crushing heavy music. I actually own two of this guy's amp pedals, and they sound great. So I love what he does behind the scenes to come up with this big, heavy, doomy sound.
4: I got to ask, though, what is a
3: spider jar? Uh, it'd be a jar you keep spiders in. All right. Like, say, huh, this pizza needs some spiders on it. What do you <laughs> Get open? Get this
4: spider jar. That's right. Shake, shake, shake.
3: Okay. <laughs> so, dude, you got any weird stuff this week? I do, but wait. What? Stop the presses. Dum, dum,
4: bomb. I'm stopping. Okay. I interrupt our normally scheduled Gord's Weird Stuff to bring you news. News from Stephen Gord. I've known you for 89 years. I <laughs> Roughly. didn't realize. That's right. Until today that you do not eat tater tots.
3: Yeah, I don't I don't care for the tater tot. I do not. It's true. It's Why? a fact.
4: Why? It's potatoes, which is delicious. It's salt, also delicious, and grease, delicious. Is it That's though, all it is.
3: Is it potatoes or is it potato floor sweepings that was left over when they made <laughs> other shit out of potatoes? I don't know It's a garbage food care. They sweep no. they sweep up it's like hot, the hot dogs of potatoes. <laughs> but it. It's it's the shitty listen, I will eat French fries all day long.
4: Okay. But
3: tater tots to me it's too much and I'll say this, you it's may not know French this about me. you may not you may not know this about me.
4: I'm sitting down.
3: I actually like like shoestring potato fries better than fat like steak fries. Okay. I like more crispy surface area. I like less mealy white shit in the middle. And to me, the that's tater tot. more
4: surface area for the grease right. and salt.
3: That's right. But the, the tater tot, not only does it have grease that you can't get to cooking it, because you can only cook the outside of it, but it's held together with grease. It's got the maximum amount of white mealy bullshit in the middle of it. So I hate tater tots, and I never fucking order them.
4: What? No, it's you're, you're completely wrong. It's shredded, so there's the most surface area.
3: Not inside the, the middle of the tater tot. It's garbage. Yeah, it's not. Compressed. It's a shit pile inside the tater tot. Not compressed it's fucking solid disgusting. Potato. No. I won't no. eat it. I You can't fucking make me. I might make you. Ever since back when, remember when Taco Bell released Mexi fries? That's horse shit. <laughs> okay, Mexi yes, fries is bullshit. Oh, they're tater tots. Really? That's what yeah. we're doing now?
4: No. No, no, you get care. a bag of frozen—it's
3: oh, like a bird's nest made of shredded potato. Potato droppings. It's, it's the <laughs> actually actual <laughs> potato fecal matter, and I'm having no part of it. I will eat any number of potato skins, baked potatoes, french fries, all those things, but I will not eat compacted potato shavings fried on the outside and given to me in a paper cup. Fuck that. It's cooked all the way through. No, it sure. is not. The inside well, of a tater, tater tot is, is never brown. When did you ever crack open a tater tot and see the middle be brown? That doesn't happen. It's not a thing. You know,
4: it's the outside is crispy, just like any potato yes, product. But it's
3: not. Stipulated. Have you ever
4: eaten raw potato? Yeah, Have
3: you? probably. Definitely. I, think, you I remember. think I got Tastes impatient. Off. Like, you know, when you, you, you're baking a potato and you get impatient and yeah. then you end up eating some. Yeah. So, yeah, I've done that thing. Okay,
4: so. Yeah, that's that raw potato doesn't taste good, and a tater tot does not taste like raw potato.
3: Because it's like it boiled like, or something before. Look, so is so a it's a baked mushy potato white cooked bullshit. all the way through. It's yes, of mushy white bullshit in the middle. There's no,
4: even though a baked potato done properly is cooked all the way through. There's nothing that's brown and crispy on the inside of a baked potato there's that's nothing. cooked,
3: and there's nothing delicious about the inside of a tater tot. It's disgusting. I,
4: I think you don't actually know what a tater tot is, my friend.
3: <laughs> I, I find it hilarious that this is the hill you're going to die on. <laughs> Absolutely, I will
4: die on Mount Tater Tot. And
3: you're like the guy that is such a purist all the time. I'm like, hey, do you have a no hamburger? Fuck a hamburger! I'll only <laughs> eat steak. I don't watch <laughs> TV. Like you don't do any of the pedestrian shit that most of normal America does, and yet you're embracing the tater tot of all things. That's hilarious. Tater tots and Coca Cola. That's like your two, your two, uh, I guess, points where you tip your hat to American garbage.
4: There's a lot more white trash in me than you might think.
3: <laughs> this is really one of the first indications. I haven't seen a lot of it.
4: Oh, Steve, we need to get together and have some good white trash food. We'll get some like <laughs> hash and eggs, like hash right oh, out of the can. Oh, there's nothing
3: worse. You want to know something? The worst thing in the world to me: tachos.
4: I don't know that word. That's where
3: you take like a bowl of tater tots and you make nachos out of them. You put fucking melt cheese on the top and put salsa. No, that is horrible. You just made that up. That's not real. Fucking look. There's food trucks. There's restaurants that have (laughs) this. This is a thing and it's not good.
4: Yeah, I'm not sold on that. I will put potatoes in a burrito
3: yeah, That's well, good. everybody does that. That's a normal thing. But you wouldn't put fucking tater tots in a burrito, right? Oh, yeah.
4: Yeah, I would. Oh, my God.
3: Oh, I, fact. I, I just can't.
4: I can't <laughs> last eat. night, last night, cooking tater tots expressly for burritos. You it's see, not a usual thing. Yeah, but th- this, this is shocking
3: to me that you're not like, oh, no, I only fry my own potatoes. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
4: There's some things where you just go, you know what? This is good. I don't need to reinvent this. Yeah. Wow.
3: Oh, we all learned something new. We did. <laughs> Why don't we listen to a you couple some- more tunes? What? Why don't we listen to some Shubzilla? Did she ever have a baby? She had a baby, which Oh, thank God. congratulations wrote that
4: song years ago. to the right.
3: new addition to Shubzilla and her family. That's so awesome and uh, in honor uh, why don't we play a couple of tunes so this is a brand new single from her this summer it's called independence of course once again produced by the mighty bill beats enjoy
6: The fury of queens are present and past Men want to front, but it's the women who last and so pass me, son, I straight forward ahead Catch a side eye, guarantee you is dead Cause I don't need permission no, I don't Intuition need permission. never failed me The mission got me out here scaling The walls built up, cause they don't think of climate Get the man a sweater, he ain't creepy to the climate Understand the phrase, do what you gotta do Leave it to a lesser man and they The Headache of an ego a Drama Independent A way of life And a state of mind Independent Saying what I like When I rhyme Independent In the end It's me and the mind Independent Independent A way of life 22. Put away the Hello Kitty Cause I'm getting great And stop with all the verbiage Cause I got a baby all on the way. way I ain't gonna quit Cause I earned the title mama Thoughts like that ain't fitting some what I call kasama Living how I live In my corners, my Asawa Slice the life, I'll serve it Like a plate of ripe cassava Years gone grind That's right, it's new day Beats by Bill, so ill Fuck what you say We are not at the mercy Of somebody's time What we got is a way To make it work low-key but with reason and rhyme this time we ride with more than stars studded our eyes to silence all detractors and to leave them gate. we rise above it all fuckery and red tape independent a way of life and a state of mind independent same what i like when i This is Shubzilla
5: and Bill Beats
6: and you're listening to the Bone Bat Show. Rise and shine, have a bit of breakfast Pick a sweet fit, out my little stash of dresses Racing time, I'm stressing, and I forgot to mention When it comes to paper pushing, I get mad aggressive Hustle half an hour away via bullet train Then to the bar with a biddy and a make it rain I got skill with the mic, but let's face it White collar days got me living hella basic Grab a hoe and stab him with the penny, sign my checks with I'm a motherfucking lady, I won't take a shit Run to the battle, bitch, scrum getting lit Got a meeting every hour and I'm feeling so legit Take a seat, ho, why you barking at my wall? LinkedIn's so fresh, but your skill is small Tell it to your lunch friends, give them the embellishment A cog in the machine, sucking dick in this establishment Overworked, underpaid, I need you to know That my health benefits process too slow My hourly wage ain't it all worth shit I got student loans too. Can't afford a quit, is this all I can do? I can't afford a quit, but I need something new. I am an asset to my team. Every day I wake up with a sense of wonder and adventure. Okay, okay, Fuck okay. it. Okay. On the weekdays, spreading okay. sheets like butter. Send okay. a new report, not okay. bitch, not another. Every okay. minute, every hour, okay. client want a front. Like he okay. can't pay more, okay. he a petty okay. ass cunt. Okay. I ain't got the time getting high with my crew. Gonna snatch him by the mug, pour their coffee out to boot. So think twice to be and shuffle all your work. On my desk, EOD, catch a slacker trying to lurk. Bossin' my way, chugging beer at the bar. Turn up okay. on a Tuesday, 8 a.m. start. Baited at a meeting, PM, come find me shading while I'm greeting all these humdrum whiteys. Corporate wanna jump on this, my resume's enticing, but I know them hoes will go about reorganizing. One then another, team, i I'm about to get the cut, the budget run dry, unemployment up the flood. Overworked, underpaid, I need you to know that my health benefits process too slow. My hourly wage ain't at all worth shit, I hate what I do, but I can't afford it.
3: All right, once again, that was Shubzilla with Independence, a brand-new single for summer 2019. And following that, by request from our good friend Skiznot, longtime listener and uh, occasional contributor to the show, he requested Shubzilla's tune, Can't Afford to Quit, and we gladly play that here for him as well. So I hope you enjoyed it. Dude, multimedia triage.
4: Well, you've already said I don't watch TV, so I guess I'm not quite sure how I'm well, watching oh, some no, of this well, stuff. Well, no, you
3: certainly watch things on Netflix, but not television proper, like the three channels. Psh, sure.
4: <laughs> I'm watching Legion. Is that not on regular no, TV? No, that's but... like
3: FX or AMC or something.
4: Yeah, that's, basic that's cable. Not,
3: that's not regular. You can't get it with bunny ears is what I'm saying.
4: Okay, that's true. So, uh Legion. Legion has started. Are you confused yet? Right. Well, I've only watched the first episode, so. Are
3: you confused
4: Yeah, <laughs> Within the first five, maybe ten seconds. Yeah. yeah.
3: What is going on with that show? I love
4: it. It just, they don't care how they're going to tell a story. They'll start telling a story with like a song and dance number, absolute silence, straightforward, round and round, different perspectives. They don't give a shit. They're telling the story, and I freaking love it. I wouldn't recommend it to anyone.
3: This is supposed I mean, to be the last season, right? It is thank God. you don't no one's forcing you to watch this, Steve. Are you kidding me? I've got 13 episodes on my fucking DVR. <laughs> Somebody <laughs> is forcing me to watch this. I don't know who it is, but at some point that check is going to become due. <laughs> I'm just saying. <laughs> it's okay.
4: There's a lot out there. Disengage, Maverick.
3: <laughs> Fair enough.
4: So Legion, at least episode one, great, and I'm happy it's on. What else? What else is on TV that uh, – and I'm still watching Archer, which is great, and I would recommend to everyone. But the thing I watched recently, which I had to get on disc, was spelled MFKZ. I believe it's pronounced MFKZ, and it's uh, it's an animated – Shoot them up! I don't even know how to describe this. It's a it was a French graphic novel that a uh, outfit in Japan decided to animate, and they they did a fantastic job. It's set in the L.A. in the not too distant future, but it's it's absolutely crazy. the The amount of detail in this is is staggering. It's beautiful to look at, and it's just nonstop action. These. And it's the typical, you know, it's the typical story, hero story. doesn't break a whole lot of new ground. A couple of kind of lowest of the low guys just trying to keep their heads down and get through life uh, in Los Angeles, get caught up in a big action-packed shoot-em-up world that's much bigger than they are. And then one of them realizes that there's so much more to him than he thought. And he's on the hero's journey, blah, blah, blah. Just freaking rent it. Watch it. Wherever you get DVDs, get it, stick it in your player, and watch this amazing, beautiful piece of animation. And if you like action and you like animation, you won't be disappointed. So is it a movie or a series? It's a movie. It's a single, you know, one shot movie. And it's got a, a cool perspective you don't see very often. It's this that the guy that did the graphic novel, this this Frenchman you know, he came to Los Angeles, and the things that he sees and and he put in there are not, you know, he he gets a lot of details that maybe we kind of miss. And I was I was listening to an interview with him, like he said, the first, first few times he was in LA, he couldn't tell the difference between a middle class neighborhood and a, a, a you know a bad poor neighborhood because the houses are all pretty much the same. It looks kind of the same, you know, if you're used to what maybe Japan looks like or or France looks like. And the the thing he keyed into is he goes, you look at the palm trees in the neighborhoods. And if the palm trees are all shaggy, if that's if that wooden part is all shaggy with old leaves and old growth on it, you're in a poor neighborhood. If it's maintained, if it's a long, shaven, you know, beautiful trunk that goes up to the little poof on the top, that's the way, you know, you're in a, a more affluent neighborhood. And a lot of little details in it, I, I don't know. I was I was really sold on it. I was I was very pleasantly surprised by that movie. Hmm, I'll keep an eye out. You won't. I will. What else? Uh, we both watched The Perfection, right? On Netflix. <laughs> we did. Yes, we yeah.
3: did watch that movie. I, I will say that movie is absolutely memorable.
4: It is memorable, yeah.
3: But I'll also say that I liked that movie way better in the first half before it shifted gears and became what it became. Okay, fair enough. Yeah. You should see the film, but the end of it made me feel oogie. I don't
4: know. Yeah, the end of it made me feel super oogie. It's super oogie. It's super oogie. And, it, and so I'm, it
3: goes, it's a movie that goes from being fun to being super fucking oogie. And that perhaps took away a little bit of my enjoyment.
4: I don't know. Oh, I didn't necessarily think the movie was ever really being fun at all. It, it started as kind of a... Uh, Disturbing and then went to different kind of disturbing, but anyway, definitely but really saying, well done. Wouldn't I will you say agree? That,
3: yeah, well done, well written, well acted, exceptionally well acted. Uh, everything is very believable, even though some of the situations are kind of wild. Uh, yeah, so absolutely,
4: yeah. And then, uh, what else did we both see? We both saw Spider Man Far From Home.
3: Oh, god, I love that movie so much. Okay. This is what I've got to say about Spider-Man Far From Home.
4: What do you got to say? Steve?
3: The scene where Spidey fights Mysterio mm-hmm. is the most well-realized example of a comic book battle brought to life in a film that I've ever seen in my life. That was fucking fantastic.
4: That really was out of the comics. That was that was, that was so super good.
3: Cool. So great. Oh, my Plus, God.
4: it was in a place that I literally was like two days earlier when i saw <laughs> oh, that's it.
3: even better that's wonderful
4: yeah the tower bridge yeah we were, i was watching with my kid he's like we were just there that's and super not like cool. in a big far away macro sense like you could see like the place where we were putting our hands and feet it was cool
3: so you've got that you've got this exceptionally well realized version of a comic book and then you've got a level of humor that was really exceptional. The whole Peter Tingle thing was yes. fucking hilarious. And it kept coming back in the story. That was so much fun. The characters, you love the characters and it's, it's great. You're at a point now where we don't need any more origin stories. Let's have fun adventures with the characters that we know and love. Keep them coming. Cause I could see that every six months and I'd be super happy with it.
4: Yeah, I agree. Super fun. And the second post credits, scene (laughs) what the what
3: hey another movie i think we both saw i understand you saw crawl i did (laughs) i wasn't gonna because i thought that the uh
4: the previews had given everything away so did you did you feel that
3: way after you saw it (laughs) yeah all the the really cool like
4: things that would have been a lot cooler to be uh revealed in a movie were given away in 90 seconds in preview. So that sucks, but it was still a fun movie. Yeah, it was dumb know. as shit.
3: I thought it was um, a blast. It had everything I wanted to see in it and nothing that I didn't. It was fucking wall to wall, tense jump scares and alligator action and fucking just crazy insanity. You're right. Yeah. Oh, let's swim for the boat instead of walking upstairs. Yeah. Why not? Let's do that. Fucking a, I, rock on. Yeah, why not? Yeah, it's no, that was super fun. I loved it. I just, I wanted a summer action, scary, tense movie, and it was all of that. Like, we were sitting on the edge of our seat the whole time going, oh, fuck. It was super fun. I had a great time.
4: I went with the friend who's who's quick to uh, to jump and uh, scream in the movie, so oh, well, it was a, fun to see with him. That was yeah.
3: perfect, yeah. 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 Because there was a ton of jump scares every time you turned turn around.
4: He lost his shit watching the, the trailer for It Part 2. Oh. So, I mean, by the time the movie came around, he was already, like, sweating through his shirt. Yeah,
3: yeah, no, I, I just thought it was super fun. We had a great time. And a uh, good summer movie action. Yeah, definitely worth it.
4: Yeah, see it as a matinee. Don't pay full price. And then uh, Stranger Things. We both saw that. Did you finish yes, it? I did finish
3: okay. it. I liked it. I finished it, too. I thought it was fun. And I liked it. Yeah, you had a nice, strong ending.
4: The ending was strong, but made me sad. It was a... It was not a happy ending. I walked away from it kind of going like,
3: fuck. Fuck Billy. Billy was a piece of shit the whole time. I don't care that Billy died. That's fine.
4: Yes, I don't care. I'm, I'm right there with you.
3: It's a horror slash comic book type movie. The other person who may or may not be dead is not dead. He's going to be in season four. You heard it here first. Mark my word. Okay. All right.
4: I consider your words marked. Do you think maybe they're like locked up in uh Siberia or in the upside down. No, or, no,
3: no. Don't bring the American, bring the other guy in the mid-credit sequence. Mhm. What does that mean? To that me That means
4: obviously the the one American who they didn't show getting killed that was in the base, dude. Who?
3: Matthew Modine from the from season 2? Could be him. No, the guy that with that with the, was speaking Russian. Could be him. Or it could be the other guy who died That's what I'm saying. I I Hmm. think that I think we're fine. I think you'll be happy. Okay. Don't be sad. That's all I'm saying, Gord. Don't be sad because of Netflix. You're saying I'm gonna be happy. I want to be happy now. To be sad. Well, weren't you sad when Spider-Man got blipped? But he's back now. It's okay. Endgame (sighs) happened. We're fine.
4: Hmm. You think there's going to be Stranger Things Endgame?
3: Yeah, I don't think you need to sweat movies like this much. <laughs> I think things are going to happen to, you know, please the populace.
4: The last guy I was sad that died is still dead Which in Stranger after? Things.
3: Uh, who? Sam Writers? Writers? Yeah. Samwise Gamgee? Her boyfriend. He had to go, man.
4: <laughs> <laughs> Why? Why did he have to go? Because Winona
3: had to get with Hopper.
4: She never quite well, like, got it. You, you with weren't offer, though.
3: shipping that shit
4: as the kids today say? Finona's got herself a big brown beaver and she shows it off to all her <laughs> friends.
3: Way to make that Primus callback.
4: Can we talk about Clutch putting out a couple of new songs? Of course. New old songs? Yeah. Yeah. They released they're they're doing the what they call the Weathermaker Vault series, where they're putting out I guess it's just gonna be covers or or new versions of their old songs, one at a time. They did Evil, which is one of my favorite songs of all time. And then they did Precious and Grace, which was a ZZ Top song I honestly didn't even know existed. You don't like ZZ Top? I didn't say I didn't like it. I said I just didn't know that song existed. Okay. Um, I wasn't listening to ZZ Top in 1973 when that song came out. So, so sue me. Jesus.
3: You weren't raised on Tush?
4: I was not raised on Tush. No.
3: That's sad. That yeah. just makes me sad.
4: Sorry. All right, go away. Go listen to a song. What are we going to listen to? Let's listen
3: to some tunes. I, You know, I'm in the mood for something heavy. So uh, this one is out of Sweden from our friends in Turbocharged, Ronnie Ripper and the Squad, doing the song from their brand new album, Above Lords, Below Earth, Unholy Death Punk. from Turbocharged. You're listening to The Bone Bat Show. Stay tuned.
0: Are these people out here tripping off the of police brutality like this shit is something new? Give me a fucking break. I've been talking about this shit for over 20 years. And now you can kill a motherfucker just because of how he's dressed? Are you fucking serious? Shadow on my black hoodie and pulled up my head. I didn't have a gun, so why am I dead? You didn't have to shoot me and that's a known fact. And you're listening to
3: The Bone Bat Show. All right. Once again, from 2019's Above Lords Below Earth, from Turbocharged, the tune Unholy Death Punk. I hope you enjoyed that. And following that tune, I was reminded today of Body Count. They did a video for the tune Black Hoodie off their last album, Bloodlust, which came out in 2017. So I threw that up there too. Black Hoodie from Body Count. How's that for a couple of ripping tunes, my friend? Nice. Yeah, that's good. All right. I'd like to say thank you to uh, all of the musicians and artists who uh, provided the music for this episode. It's so great to hear your stuff. Again, uh, go to the Bone Bat page for links to purchase all of this great music. Be like Steven Gord and support independent music whenever you can. Our usual bullshit. You can reach the show at 425-296-6557 or via email to steve at bonehand.com. It's also the home of the heavy half hour every once in a while.
4: And you can find my stuff at mightywombat.com. Or look for me on Facebook because I put stuff on there as well.
3: You do. We also have a Bonebat page on Facebook where we... Spring new releases from some of our favorite musicians, sweet deals on multimedia that you can pick up, uh, jokes, good art, all kinds of interesting things. So you should definitely check that out. Uh, and, of course, if you like what we do, please spread the word and tell a friend about the Bone Bad Show. You know, we haven't hit people up for uh, reviews on iTunes and things like that in a while. Uh, if you're new to the show, uh, please give us a review over there. Uh, it helps people find us. We appreciate that. We do. Thank you. All right, so I've got one last tune tonight, and uh, I think you're going to be excited about this. So I got in touch with Brendog, who uh, used to play with a little band, a little ska band called Mephiscopheles. You recall those guys? I recall them. So Michael and Brendog have a brand new band called Barbicide. They just released a demo in May, and I'm going to spring one of their tunes on you to close the show. This is called Unlove You. I hope you dig it. Uh, Once again, this is Steve.
4: And this is Gord.
3: Have a good one.
4: I do have a good one.
3: I'm done. I'm fucking done.